Welcome to Captain's Corner, a podcast about community, mission, and culture. This podcast is a ministry of the Salvation Army of Tampa, where we exist because we believe every person can be the person God has called them to be. Also, please check us out at tampasa.org and go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at Sal Army Tampa. And of course, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Captain's Corner. I'm actually here live with Captain Andy Miller. This is going to be a little bit of a bonus episode. We've wrapped up all of our interviews, so we're just going to talk about what's going on with us, what we're looking forward to, and... Hey, Captain. Hey, how's it going, Ashley? It's good. So you might not know the person behind the microphone there is a real person. <laughs> we didn't like. We didn't just bring some special voice in, though. People have complimented you, Ashley, oh, on your voice. Thank you. Voice now I feel like I have to, <clears throat> you know, really. Yeah. We're gonna lose you. <laughs> We're gonna lose you for our, you know, some some uh, voice talent scout is gonna come and pull you in. <laughs> so this is Ashley Ramsey. She is our associate development director, and it was her idea to get the podcast going. We yes. we had this idea. As you say, it's been like two years in the making almost. Right. <laughs> and so we had several thoughts that we could do. We thought we could wrap it together with some of our campaigns as we send out direct mail and our events. And mm-hmm. um, anyways, it's been a great thing. So Ashley does a lot here. Maybe I thought I could just introduce you all to her a little bit since you hear her voice on this. So Ashley, how long have you been working for the Salvation Army? It's just been three years. Three years. Yeah. Great. So and you're still here. I yeah. <laughs> I'm still here, and I always tell you, you're not getting rid of me. That's right. So, <laughs> so tell us, uh, like, why do you like, do you like working for the Salvation Army? What, why I do you like, why? You know, it's interesting. So I don't have the Salvation Army background that most people do that you meet. You know, usually people have families that are yeah, officers. Yeah. But I, the only story I had was that my grandmother back, gosh, probably in the 60s, taught sewing right. at the St. Pete Corps okay. um, yeah. to kind of help people learn a skill, learn a trade. So that was the only connection I really had. Right. Um, so I kind of came in, you know, with fresh eyes and was really amazed by the work that's going on here. We're really at the ground level, yeah. you know, ultimately doing the most good. And yes. we're really helping people uh, better their lives and, as you say, move from the street to their feet. So yeah. I love, though, that I'm able to combine my skills, you know, which a lot of different things I have to do here, communications, development, um, but then come to work every day and know that those things are going to a really great cause. Yes, yes. Well, and I remember you talking about your grandmother. I remember you telling that story in your interview, but you also said yeah. in your interview something she told you. I don't know if you remember, but it really stood out, and that was what made you stand out as a candidate. I don't know if Oh, you, yes, what yeah. was that? Oh, do you know, she said... Uh, You're doing... They're doing Jesus's work. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. And I was impressed that you were willing to say in an interview Jesus's name, because you know, we have all kinds of people who come sure. in and are interested in the Salvation Army. Um, but often if I ask them, like if I even say our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and meet human needs in his name without discrimination, people will respond. And they'll, sometimes they'll curl up. They're not really interested. They're not sure if they're allowed to say that. And I thought right. if you were comfortable saying the name of Jesus and you're applying for a PR job, I mean, essentially a PR events job <laughs> right. at that time, it's now morphing into something else. I thought I was really impressed by that and thankful that, you know, God has brought you with, you know, to work here. And um, and now to be the voiceover talent for our podcast. I know. Who, who would have thought who that? Thought? Yeah. <laughs> 
So anyways, we're, I, the one reason we're doing this kind of bonus episode here is that we didn't tell you that the season was ending last week when we had our last interview with Billy Coppage. So just want to give you an idea where we'll, our next season will probably start the beginning of November. We already have several interviews yeah, done. Who are they? Who, oh, can yeah. You, can you give us a sneak preview? Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, last week I did an interview with Steve Carter. Some people know him as a preacher. He used to be uh, the lead communicator at Willow Creek Community Church and now is really well known in Salvation Army circles. We have an author, Walt Lau- Dr. Walt Lowmore, who will be coming on. Um, another author who has written a children's books, and a guy mm. named S.D. Smith, who has a book about rabbits with swords that has become oh. really, really popular oh, wow. and really well known. We're going to have uh, <laughs> Captain Pam Maynor, who is the editor of Peer Magazine, oh, okay. which is the Salvation Army's yeah. magazine for young people. We have it in the uh, lobby. Yes, actually, actually, we do. Yep. So and there's there's a few other two that we're trying to get. So we'll be right. getting those in place. Um, we, you know, I just wanted to mention since, since Ashley kind of thought of this idea from the development perspective, we kind of we were able to find sponsors, and of course we mentioned one is an anonymous sponsor. But this has been an amazing thing. We actually it's been a, there's been a, a net profit for the Salvation Army through this. This isn't just us like kind of getting our opportunity to speak to fun people like the general <laughs> or Commissioner Howell, these people we really enjoy interacting with, but it's been something that's been a benefit to us. Ashley, you want to talk about some of the other things that have happened like locally for us with the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the biggest things that so many people in the Salvation Army can relate to is we're always looking for content and we're always looking for ways to engage the community. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, this is the first time we have board members that are subscribing and sharing the podcast. Yes. And it's just been such an amazing way to share our mission and kind of give that inside scoop yes. on the Salvation Army and how it works and how we're using that to leverage the community and, and help the community in our area. So that's been a huge plus and has been wonderful and it's just been growing way faster, I think, than we even imagined. Um, So it's been so exciting. And then on top of that, we have been able to, you know, have sponsors come in and say, we want to sponsor this. So it's been great from a development perspective. Uh, So we're getting a win-win here, PR development, you know. Yes, yeah. And if there's anybody interested in sponsoring, we'd be glad to talk with you. You know, you can email us. You can find our links in the the show notes. It, it has been. Some, it's interesting how people are interested in this, and it's. You know, I like what you just said. We are not looking at this as something that we only position one side of the Salvation Army and said we actually give people an inside track like our yeah. conversation with the general and um, the commissioner how I mean these are kind of inside conversations but I'm not af- we're not afraid to tell people about who we are that we are a church we're not afraid to tell people about the whole picture of the army I actually think that makes people like us more absolutely and, and hearing the stories of the different officers and where they come from in their travels it's fascinating mm. um, you know I, I'm, I'm totally blanking on who was the one that uh, worked Mr. Hudson Hudson yeah, yeah. oh my gosh hearing his story about traveling and I think it was Tonga I yeah, think yeah. It, it was just incredible so you know when you think Salvation Army you think oh you know our little communities in town you don't think this international organization which that's what we are yeah. is an international movement and a mission and um, to learn that and hear those stories has been for me even so exciting yeah I mean <laughs> it, 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 like you even like to listen to it yourself oh so, I yeah, do yeah, not just I, to I hear have your to, own you know, voice I do have to fast forward I think through the beginning a little bit every time it starts and I hear my voice I'm like okay yeah <laughs> there it is <laughs> so today we're gonna get uh give a little extra content um i don't know that this would be interesting i think that i think it will i think you'll find it helpful i was a, a few years ago the day after the chicago <laughs> cubs won the world series which is a 
great day. <laughs> oh, I stayed up and watched that game. I gave the keynote address at the Naples Salvation Army doing the most good luncheon. And that was a really great event. Um, uh, really great friends of ours, uh, the uh, Major Dan Proctor, who has since been promoted to glory, who is no longer with us on this earth, um, invited me to that. And his wife, of course, Major Francina Proctor, who's now Francina Phelan, who attends the Tampa Salvation Army Church. Um, they invited us down to Ritz-Carlton down there. And I was able to give this short speech. I think it's 12 minutes long. But it encapsulates some of the basic philosophy that my wife Abby and I have brought to ministry in the Salvation Army. And I think that this would be a helpful piece for those particularly outside the Salvation Army to hear the way we describe the Army's work and our ability, our desire to help people, as Ashley, as you said, move from the street to their feet mm-hmm. to really help people realize they can be the heroes and heroines of their own stories of development. And we believe God has put that capacity in every person. And that's why we say, like at the beginning of our podcast, like we exist because every person can be the person God has called him or her to be. And that goes for you, Ashley. It goes for me. It goes for every person in our shelter at the Absolutely. Adult Rehabilitation Center. And it goes for all the kids who are in our youth programs, anybody who comes to church on Sunday morning. We believe God has called people to live a holy life. And that likely involves him not sleeping on the street. Right. <laughs> and so, like, I kind of encapsulate some of those ideas in this in this short 12-minute talk, which is kind of like a little bonus episode for us here of Captain's Corner. Um, Ashley, anything else you want to say before we get going with that? No, thank you so much for really listening to my ideas and taking this podcast. And, and, twi- and uh, tell us about Twitter and uh, ways people can... Yeah, you know. oh, okay. So I always like try to say this at the beginning and, and crunch it down. But absolutely, we're Sal Army Tampa on Twitter. Um, yeah. We're Salvation Army Tampa Bay on Facebook. And then the podcast is on all the podcast streaming platforms. I mean, even Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Um, so check there. And then I know if you're subscribed on Apple, you get the push notification. So right. don't you want to wake up and know that there's a new Salvation Absolutely. Army podcast? <laughs> Hit subscribe. And it'd be great if yes. people left reviews for us. I don't know if we have any reviews yet. So like oh, if yeah. you're we it'd really be great if you could rate us. Five stars would be great. But if you could rate <laughs> us and that would help it get uh, help uh, help the reach of our podcast. We know it's been great actually this these through these first two seasons to see it grow. You know, I said at the beginning in the first few episodes, I said, we have listeners in the tens. And, and most of them are probably like with the last name of Miller. But now we've really seen that go up quite a bit. I think the General's podcast is getting close to a thousand downloads. So, you know, and there, there's a few and pretty consistently we have over 100 people downloading each podcast. So if you're one of those 100 people, would you do us a favor? I and mean, it would really mean a lot to us if you could go and, you know, share our podcast on social media or through email and then rate us on iTunes. That would be a big help. Yeah, that's wonderful. And a uh, website, Salvation Army Florida? Yep, that? SalvationArmyFlorida.org that can take you to the Tampa site and, and get specific location information. And we also have Doing the Most Good Lunch and we didn't oh, even talk about that. Yes. It's coming up November oh, gosh, 15th. don't remind me. It's so soon. <laughs> yes, Ashley's in charge. This is where I get nervous. Uh, yes, November 15th is our Doing the Most Good Lunch. Uh, it's at the Hilton Tampa Downtown. Town. We would love for you to join us. Um, be We'd great. love for you to sponsor a table. We'd love for you to sponsor a table, absolutely. Uh, but it's always a great event because it's the one time we get to thank our sponsors, welcome donors in, recognize the amazing things that are happening in Tampa. So it's we have great a, stories we're going to share. Three um, great stories. Absolutely. So we're excited. Awesome. <laughs> I just don't want to think about how close it is. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Anyways, we're excited to be able to get that going. Yes. Thanks, Ashley, for joining thank me. Thank you so Captain's much. Captain's Corner here. And here's some extra content. God bless you all. We pray that God will continue to help you be the person he's called you to be. I'll give you just a brief, brief few words. And that's this, is that the Salvation Army is God's idea. 
It would be wonderful if through the leadership of the board, through the community support, if we could just come up with this crackerjack idea that would really lead the community forward. But I truly believe that the reason we're here today is that God has inspired the work of the Salvation Army to exist. And God inspired William Booth to raise the Salvation Army up. It's his. He can do what he wants with it. And that came because William Booth had a very clear idea about the nature of humanity. That humans are not, and, and particularly as we think about it, the poor, if we, call, if we look at it that way, are not objects of our charity. The poor are not objects for us to do service to. Instead, we think we, we can move beyond some sort of objectifying view of other people to a subjective view. That we think that people are created in the image of God with a capacity within their very being to pull themselves to a place with support of other people around the community to be who God's created them to be. A, a philosopher of economics named Michael Matheson Miller says that all people have the opportunity to be the protagonist of their own story of development. That they can be the heroes of their stories, as we heard today, right? That as we come alongside people and support them and put them in positions where they can thrive, we have the opportunity to bring about real change in the world. And this connects, of course, with the fact that we have a vision for where people can go. So that when, when Geraldine walked into that office, we had a vision because we knew that God had put capacity in this community. God put capacity in the Salvation Army to meet these needs. And so we have the opportunity to come alongside of Geraldine and hundreds and thousands of others to help them become the protagonist in their own story. And that comes because we have a vision for the world. I, I alluded to Jesus' return about my beloved cubs, right? But this isn't just a... Um, kind of a fleeting idea that kind of connects me to some internal religious feeling. Like I see it as an empirical fact that Jesus will return and put the world right. And because Jesus is coming back, our world has a place where it's going. Like our world has an opportunity to participate in his plan and that then leads us to have a vision for people's lives. And vision, vision breathes on hope. And hope isn't just a feeling. It's not something that this floats around. Hope is something that's real, that's based on the fact that Jesus, not only is coming back, but the fact that Jesus was raised from the dead. So because of these facts, the Salvation Army exists, and this idea of the Salvation Army is present. Major Proctor mentioned that we served in the Salvation Army in western Kentucky. And we were in a small town, if you know it, I'd be very surprised, called Madisonville, Kentucky, which is probably the exact opposite of Naples, Florida. Uh, an area that was a coal mining town, and that was where my wife and I first served after we left Asbury Seminary before we went to serve uh, at the Salvation Army's training college in Atlanta. And while we were there, we had a variety of very interesting exp cultural experiences that I did not know would come my way. Um, our board maybe wasn't as sophisticated as the lovely folks that I've met here today, but they're a lovely group of guys, and we are trying to get some ladies on there, so I'm great to see that you have such strong, confident, capable women on your board here. Um, we had to challenge, I, when I got there, I realized that we had a warehouse that was twice the size of this room, that we were paying way too much in foreign rent, and it was completely filled up with junk. People didn't, it was kind of like backup for our thrift store, but all the things weren't really able for us, we weren't able to sell anything in there. It was a real challenge. So our board got together and they said, hey, we could get the mayor to give us a, give us a truck that we could fill up with garbage and they'd take care of that. 
And I said, I know, it's just going to, we don't have enough staff to really do this. And the guys, weren't, the guys from the board weren't able to come and help us. They said, but so-and-so's running for jailer. So let's just see if he can provide you some guys from the jail to come and help you clear out the warehouse. Thought, great. Hey, I'll take anybody. So we went in and I went over. I drove the Salvation Army van, a 15-passenger van, over to the jail. I came in and as I got in there, this guy came out. I'm telling you, it, he was like Barney Fife. Okay, he had a little clipboard and he was ready to give. I said, I'm Captain. Andy. Oh, I wasn't. Ca- I was just Andy Miller at the time. I wasn't a captain. He said, I'm Andy Miller. I'm here to pick up a few guys to come help us. And so out walk these guys. He, he takes a key, unlocks them. <laughs> They're in their orange jumpsuits and they file into the 15 passenger van. I thought, great. So I kept standing there. The guys got in the car and I said, OK, uh, so where is the police officer that's coming with them? He said, oh, there's no police officer coming with them. I, I, I know, but see, I'm 25. I weigh 140 pounds. Uh, um, so, what, um, you mean I'm going to be with them? He said, yeah, no problem. You, you got it. He said, uh, if there's any trouble, just call us. <laughs> what type of trouble are you talking about? So I was, okay, I'm driving very cautiously in very open places, but then I drive to this terrible warehouse on the bad side of town. But there you go. I have these guys with me. Now, here, as they're there all day with me, they are having a blast. I mean, they, they, are, they are working so hard. I'm praying with these guys, hearing their stories. It was great. I had, I had a great time that day. Then I realized that they didn't have, they, they had a lunch that they brought with them from the jail, and it looked awful, like nothing that I would ever want to eat. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to take these guys out to eat. So... <laughs> I was 25, and I didn't know anything. I still don't know what I'm doing. But I, so I, here I go. I pull in. I pull into Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm in Kentucky, anyways. So as I pull in there, I go out, and I open up the door for my, all right, come on, guys, come in. And they had to tell me, I don't think it'd be so good for 15 guys in jumpsuits to go into <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. So, so then I went through the drive-thru, and as I'm at the drive-thru, after we pulled up to the window... The lady had a very interesting look on her face when she saw what was in the back of our car. Uh, so I took Kentucky Fried Chicken, and we went back to the Salvation Army building, and we had a lunch. And I'm telling you, there was not a Kentucky Fried crumb left. They ate everything. And he, here's what's so interesting. Like, as I was with these guys that day, I realized that they were not born. They were not made to be imprisoned. That they were made to be free. And we think in the Salvation Army that people were not made, not born, to be in a place of poverty. We think people weren't born to live with sin weighing you down. We think that there's a bigger vision for the world that we get to participate in. And that vision breathes on hope. That there's a hope for our world. There's a hope for people who are in difficult situations. And this hope isn't optimism. It's not optimism in a political theory. It's not optimism in an idea, in a scheme. This hope is based in Jesus' reality in our world. So we say with very strong confidence that the mission of the Salvation Army is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and meet human needs in his name without discrimination. Now, you may not buy into all that, and that's fine. But that's why we do what we do. And we sense that God is leading us to a different, brighter place. My daughter isn't here. Her name is Georgia. 
I know it seems like a different name. We named her Georgia when we lived in Texas. And then we moved to Georgia. And I have no children named Florida. But there you go. So I thought, I'm just glad I didn't name her Montana. So, um, so here's, <laughs> takes a little bit to get that one. Um, she was a very interesting situation we were in last December, in the middle of our red kettle season, which I know all of you will be ringing bells for Major Proctor. Um, when we were in the middle of that season, it was tiring, exhausting. We were going from event to event. I was out in the, our front yard with my daughter, Georgia, and there was a tree, a tree in our front yard that happened to lose all of its leaves in one week. I said, Georgia, look, that tree lost all of its leaves just this week. And she said, oh, she said, that's too bad. I said, Georgia, what do you mean? She said, I guess we should, I guess we should just cut it down. I guess we just cut the tree down, right? She didn't understand, right, how this works. And maybe... Maybe when we look at a world that seems like it's lacking hope. Maybe when we look at the challenges that some of the people who will see today at the Salvation Army all across Florida, all across the country, all across the world. Maybe when we see these things, we think, let's just cut it down. When we see how violence has reached levels and frustration that we can't understand. When we see the tragedy of human life pushed to the side and not valued. When we see poisoned waters in Flint, Michigan, it reminds us of our vulnerability. We see global persecution of Christians across the world at an all-time high. We see the beauty of human sexuality and the complementary design that God has given, thwarted, twisted, and pushed away by the Supreme Court. When we see challenges coming all around, political challenge, nobody, I think, wants to be in the place we are in right now politically. When we see these things, we realize that there is a real layer of sin covering our world. And we might just say, cut it down. Cut it down. We don't want it. It's, there's no fruit on that tree. There's no leaves on that tree. Let's cut it down. In that moment, I leaned down to Georgia and I said to her, but Georgia, Georgia, Spring is coming. Right? Spring is, and, and that, that tree that doesn't have any leaves on it is going to have leaves again. And when we look at the challenges of our world, we look at where it is right now, we can say that spring is coming. Like we're not just caught in a view of the world that says it's just going to go away. We think that God is going to redeem the world and we get to be a part of it. We participate in it. And you participate in it when you buy a table at this event. When you participate in our kettle campaign, we participate in the reality that God will restore and redeem our world. And that gives us a hope that's connected to vision, that's connected to the reality of humanity, that tells us we're going someplace. I'm, I was reminded just yesterday, and uh, my fav favorite author is a guy named E. Stanley Jones who died 50 years ago. And um, he said that the, this sentence in scripture is the most breathtaking sentence he's ever read. And I was like, well, I have to see what this is. And it's an obscure one to me. 1 John 2.8. And it says this. Yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him. In Jesus, its truth is seen in him. And in you. Its truth is in, the, the truth of the eternal God that's in Christ is also available for us. 
What a beautiful picture. Then it says this, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. The true light of Christ is shining through the work of the Salvation Army here. And the true light that is moving our world forward is present and available if we will join him in it. Will you join? Will you seek to do the most good in this way? Because we are connected to something bigger and better than who we are ever who we ever are by ourselves. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Captain's Corner. We can't wait to see you next season, which will come out at the end of November. If you'd like to learn more about us, please feel free to check us out at tampasa.org and give us a follow on Twitter at SalArmyTampa. And of course, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next time.